Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper on AFR Talk. Some of the most fascinating stories is God's call on people's lives into ministry, especially when it causes them to have to really uproot and and follow the Lord. Abraham the first example we have. Um, But God didn't tell him where he was taking him. That that had to be scary. Can you imagine? uh, By the way, this is Bert Harper along with our co-host Nathan Harper. Can you imagine, Sarah, where are we going? I don't know. How will we know when we get there? I don't know. But uh, God's call is real, though, no matter when or where, isn't it? It's real, and it makes a real impact, not only the people who are called, but who God is sending you to. Amen. Well, we have guests today, and we're going to, their names, Jesse and Sue. They are married, and uh, we're going to hear something of their story today. And let me just encourage you to take time to spend the next 30 minutes listening to what God uh, has done, and we want to hear that. Welcome, Jesse. Welcome, Sue. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to have you today, and we're not going to tell everybody where you are now. We're going to let that hang for a while, but you're both believers and uh, following Christ, and God has called you to a ministry, and we're going to talk about that. But first, we want to hear your story of how you came to Jesus Christ as Savior. Jesse, uh, you know, most of the time, ladies go first, but if you noticed in marriage, the the preacher turns to the man first on this. That's the way we do it here. <laughs> and uh, so the man yes. will go first in here, and then Sue will share. Go ahead, Jesse. All right. Uh, we first thank God that uh, we're able to be here and uh, share our hearts uh, with the people. We, we both have a very unusual um, testimony in that we were very religious, uh, two years, we were going to a small church. We decided to start the church because we had uh, a daughter, and we didn't want her raised the way we were. So the best thing to do is take them to church. And we began attending. I taught Sunday school, lost as I could be. But I taught Sunday school and thought, well, this is all there is. I mean, we're no different than anybody else that's coming here. But then something miraculous happened, and that was we went to a prayer meeting in someone's home, listened to a tape by a gentleman by the name of Ian Thomas, and in that message, we heard something we had never heard before, and that is that salvation is a relationship. We had never heard that we had to have a relationship with God, with the Lord Jesus Christ. So the two of us, during the same time span, came to realize we had to have a total surrender 
to the Lord Jesus Christ. And he became the Lord of our lives. Now, were we perfect? Absolutely not. Have you arrived yet? No, sir. Okay, I just wanted to check. <laughs> see if you'd got. I knew I hadn't gotten there, Jesse. I was checking to see if you had. It's just around the corner. <laughs> okay, yeah. Jesus is coming back. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and we've got the assurance. When I see him face to face, I will be as he is. Amen. Amen. So we both, during that time, surrendered our lives to the Lord Jesus um, and started uh, hunger, thirsting after the Word of God, asking him to show us. Uh, and I'll jump ahead. That's, that's our testimony, how we came to the Lord. But then we kept searching, God, what do you want us to do? We had three children, and uh, they were getting old enough. We had to start thinking about school, and the Lord impressed on our hearts that they would be homeschooled. And during— I don't mean to say this in any way. That's many— I mean, you're, you and I are close to the same age. That's several years ago before homeschooling was as yes. widespread uh, as it is today. So that's yes. several years ago. Yeah, there wasn't other <clears throat> people doing it that we knew of, so it was kind of a um, new um, frontier for Amen. us. Wow. Yes. Okay. Uh, and that was probably the beginning of our frontier on a journey yeah. because North Carolina is where we lived, and some of our closest friends had already been arrested for not teaching, not sending their kids to school. So we searched, found Mississippi was uh, a place that we could teach them at home. So we moved to Schmingle County. Sold our house and moved. That's wow. in the north. For those of you not familiar with Mississippi, that's in the very northeast corner uh, you go north, you go to Tennessee, you go east, and you go to Alabama, Amen. right there in the corner. Sue, that he shared that with you, and so you you were saved uh, after marriage and after parenthood, huh? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. The Lord brought us. Uh, I'm so grateful that He brought us both about the same time. Amen. And uh, it w- took it took us through this journey. Uh, just about the same on everything, and uh, we we moved to a from a busy rural. I mean, from a busy uh, city life there in Charlotte, and then we moved to a rural area there in Mississippi. And let me just was, say, very rural uh, in, yes, in uh, Tishomingo, a farming area. Yeah, so, yeah. Hey, it's my uh, kind, my kind of territory, guys. <laughs> now that's that's my uh, roots. So started farming and and uh, making a living and I was homeschooling the children it's about that time that we uh, got involved with a, a church nearby uh, and they had a private school so after so many years we finally ended up putting our children into the private school yeah but um, I taught there for several years amen and um, we um, that, that was a time of much learning because about that time was when you started going on mission trips. Right. Okay. And that, that was birth. Okay. <laughs> that, that brings us to where we're going and pick up the story. Your kids are being homeschooled. You're living in Mississippi. Is God doing any other work in your life? 
uh, is amazing. Actually, we uh, we started attending that church, and uh, we were introduced to missions in a whirlwind. Um, we just hung on every missionary that came through. We became good friends with them. Uh, we wanted to know. I want to know how God got you where you are. Um, so I made my first trip to Honduras. I was ready to go to the mountains of Honduras when we come back. <laughs> but you can't do that with seven kids all at one time. So, seven. Seven. Yes, seven kids. And you uh, did were fruitful and multiplied. You did good. <laughs> yeah. Nathan, they were carrying out God's That's first right. command. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, Amen. Yeah. Pray. Hey, there's too many with too few. So praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, we I'm gonna interject here. We have twenty two grandchildren and we have two great grandchildren. Um we started early. We did, but uh God's blessed us. Um during that time, any time we could find missionaries to talk to, we did, and it just fueled our our hearts uh, in that area. But at the same time, we were uh, witnessing where we were, and that's what a missionary is. Uh, I'm convinced that if a man or woman does not witness the people around them, they need to stay home. Amen. Yeah. Because it's a way of life. It's not something you just do. It is actually a way of life. Nathan, when you hear this story, uh, missionaries and growing up in a church when you know, we would have missionaries to come, our people would go to Honduras. That's that's the first uh, foreign trip that I took was to Honduras as well. Mm-hmm. And uh changed my life. Amen. And uh those those mission trips, Nathan. How important are mission? Uh, some people, you know, they call it vision trips, and mm-hmm. sometimes they are. Right. But if you don't get a vision, uh, I guarantee you need to stay home. <laughs> yeah, right. And right. you know, unfortunately for many people, a mission trip just becomes a, a, a neat experience, a spiritual high. Um, it's really interesting to hear your story of how um, the mission trips speaking with missionaries, getting to know missionaries, which is really rare, I will say, um, that I've observed and experienced myself. Most of the time you come back and share in a church. I think people are afraid to, to get to know a missionary a lot of times, <laughs> maybe because they don't, want to, they don't want to be called themselves. I don't know the reasons, but uh, it's really, really interesting to hear your story, how God was uh, working that in you to eager to get to know missionaries, hear their stories, how God's calling them, go on these mission trips. And um, it sounds like it was making deep impact in your lives. Amen. Mm. So this is before any kind of call to ministry that you went to Honduras on a mission trip and you were talking to the missionaries. Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, after that, uh, I started through through our church started going to prisons uh, on one, one time a week. I started uh, filling in uh, when a preacher was out, I'd go speak. And that, that fired up the, the want to do more. Uh, over a period of years, we, I went to seven different countries. 
I uh, started filling in more and more, and that wasn't enough. So uh, after a period of time, I became uh, uh, ordained pastor and uh, pastored three churches, in, two in uh, Tishomingo County, one in Alabama, and that wasn't enough. Well, in other words, Alabama— Mission field wasn't enough to. <laughs> now, I, I say that from somebody from Mississippi. I, if you're from some other part of the United States and you don't get this, Mississippi and Alabama, we share a long shared state line, and yes. we make fun of each other to make ourselves feel That's better right. about when, ourselves. When you're from Mississippi, you don't have many people to talk about, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you were in Alabama, three churches. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was bivocational, and. That still was not enough. Uh, I wanted, we wanted to to reach out more for the kingdom of God. And uh, after my trip to Asia, I'm going to go ahead and jump over there. Yeah, go ahead. That's, that's we, our we, heart. We, yeah, really. we're going to have to get to there, so go ahead. That, that's our heart, actually. Um in 2003, I made the foolish statement, I will never go to Asia. <laughs> well, I want to tell you, if you don't know, don't tell God you're not going to do <laughs> <Amen>. something. <laughs> Within three months, I was in Asia hmm. uh, for the first time. A friend of mine that I'd been on mission trips with, he, he called and said I want you to pray about going to Asia. And I thought, no, 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 no. But, you know, I said, okay, I'll pray about it. At that time in our life, we were very uh, stretched on money. We, it was week to week. And uh, I said, well, I really don't have the money. He said, no problem. I've got your ticket. <laughs> I said, well, I don't have the expense money. No problem. I've got your expense money. I'm thinking, wow. Okay. So we went. Uh, we were teaching in a rural area. We had 35 uh, house churches represented, and we were teaching the leaders. And the strange thing was we were teaching the leaders basic Christianity. Not some elaborate uh, scheme or plan, but just what does the Word of God say? And that's where it started. And that was a mission trip? Yes. Okay, when you got back, you said, Lord, send me anywhere but Asia. No, sir. <laughs> like I said, I, just, I had been to seven other countries, and... Uh, I never had a love for the people like we, like I had. Nathan, you and I have talked about it on this program, relationship yeah. and love. We, we've talked about reaching Muslims, Hindus, uh, Buddhists, or anyone else. If you don't have love for those people and build a relationship, how far are you going to get? Right. Mm. It's not going to do any good. And, mm. and you know, I, I think— what you guys are expressing is is I think is true in that um, most of the time 
um, not all the time, but most of the time, God gives us a heart for the people uh, before we really know the place. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the who is really more important than the where. The where really doesn't matter. It's the who that are, that are there. Who is God calling Whoville. you to? No, oh, that's <laughs> different. No, yeah, but it's true, uh, guys, that it's people. Mm-hmm. Uh, geographical, it's a location. The mountains of Honduras, I remember, beautiful. Uh, yes. So many places. But the people who are there, uh, there's got to be a desire from God to, right. to, to have a relationship with them and share with them the Lord Jesus. So you came back and you told Sue? <laughs> I, actually, I didn't have to tell her. Okay. Um we we met with some other people, and uh, they told Sue that she needed to go see uh, the country or see the people. And Sue looked at uh, the lady and said, I've seen it, but you've never been there. I didn't have to. I saw it in Jesse's face. Wow. So, yes, it was there. 2004, uh, again, although we did not have the finances, uh, Sue, I, and our youngest daughter. She's still in high school. Yeah, she was in high school and wanted to go with mom and dad. And uh, we spent Mm -hmm. on another trip. uh, We went to share the Christmas story during Christmas time at universities, and uh, Sue fell in love with the Chinese people. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Mm. God, mm. God does that. He, mm. he does that for a church too. Those of you that are not called to a group of people in a diff- different land, mm. God gives a love for a pastor yes. for those people. I I, I'm I'm amazed at how he did that in in my life, mm-hmm. and matter of fact, I had the privilege of pastoring two of y'all's children interim bases, and, and the love was <laughs> yes. there. And uh-huh. I'd always hear about Jesse and Sue, and we were praying for Jesse and Sue at that church at Tishomingo mm-hmm. Baptist Church up in Tishomingo County. Before I ever met you guys, we'd right. been praying for you, mm-hmm. and and so God works that way. He the love was there, mm-hmm. so you. So now both of you have that love. Right. Where, where does that take you? In a whirlwind. <laughs> <laughs> From 2004 till th- 2011, uh, we went through a journey physically, uh, medically, emotionally, uh, in every way you would think. These are the reasons that we can't go to Asia. We can't do it. I had a heart attack. Uh, We had problems with our children. Uh, We had problems uh, financially. But the Lord showed us Mm -hmm. that if we follow him, he will direct our paths. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, things well, for instance, uh, if God were to come to you right now and say, Bert, I want you tomorrow to move 
everything you've got to another location. Financially, get rid of all of it. I'll take care of you. How much would we have to get out of debt? And we had to. We had to get out of debt because we had put ourselves in the debt. God didn't. And uh, that was one of the things, the heart attack. You know, people our age don't go across the ocean (laughs) expecting, well, maybe you'll have another heart attack. Maybe this or maybe that. So during those eight years, seven, eight years, don't forget, too, about Ron. Ron was my stepdad, and I was helping take care of him. He was dying of cancer. And my mother was coming down with Alzheimer's. So we used all these things, you know, to say, you know, Lord, we 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 can't go right now. We just can't. Not excuses, but, like real uh, concerns, yeah, real issues. Yeah, yeah. There's so many things. So God um, continued to work even through. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. not. Apart from those, it's through those issues. We have to we have to walk through them. You yeah. you don't go around them, right? right. You, you have to go through them, and, right. and and I think we spend our life wanting to go around them. Yeah, looking mm-hmm. for shortcuts. Yeah, shortcuts. Right. But we mm-hmm. we we've got to go through them, and y'all went through them. Where did it lead? Well, let me say, give you a verse of scripture that uh, might sum it up. And that is when Jesus was teaching about discipleship, he had one man come to him and say, Lord, I will follow you, but Mm -hmm. if you stop and think of all the things that that we go through, all of those things are real concerns. But if you say, I will follow you, but, you're saying, I will follow you. No, I will not. It's what you're saying. Yeah. And uh, Jesus says, follow me. He doesn't say it's going to be easy. He just says, simply follow me. And we, during those times, even though we were struggling with so much, we still wanted to follow the Lord regardless of what else happened. And uh, even up until we were ready to go through orientation with the company that we we are there with, Sue, I'll give you an example. Sue had a full hysterectomy, possibility of cancer, and we were going to go to orientation on Monday and spend the whole week. She had an operation on Friday. Before the Monday? Yes. She, we were in church Sunday morning. Sunday evening, uh, after lunch, we, she was sitting in a chair outside uh, they had the life day and where people line up to line, on the, line up on the street. Sanctity of human Sanctity life. Right. Human right. Life. She yeah. was sitting in a chair 
that Sunday afternoon. Monday morning, she was in orientation. She was there every day, all week. The Didn't have thing. one single pain. Nothing. Not one. That was a God thing. God. Well, yeah. and, and through our through our life, it was been that way. Amen. But God. Mm-hmm. And if we are looking at our life, so many times, what we do, we calculate what we're doing. But we fail to put in the equation. God. He is the one that does all things well. Calling you later in life. uh, How has it been? How did your children respond to you guys heading out? When we first told them, a couple of the children, oh, no. (laughs) But then when it came down to actually... This is what mom and dad are going to do. They're 100% for us. Yes. We're closing in on the time. Uh, Two things I really want to cover, and I I know we may not get the whole story. Needs that you guys have, we we try to treat this as as a testimonial, like being at a church and somebody sharing, and we want to talk about needs. How can we, how can the people who are listening, and Nathan and myself pray for you guys. Sue, look, how, how would you yeah. respond to that? <clears throat> well, I guess our, our main need is uh, we need the power of the Holy Spirit Amen. on us when we teach. You know, we want to be able to um, to teach God's Word and, and people be able to lay hold on the truths that we're teaching. Uh, there's so much error there in China, and so many people have such a shallow belief. Um, and also um, our health and our strength. No heart attacks since you've been there. Right. Amen. Right. How about you, needs? Our main need is uh, the first chapter of Ephesians where Paul uh, prayed that God would give them an understanding of the Word of God and the power to proclaim the Word of God. And then in chapter 6, he said that I would have the boldness to say what I need to. Speaking of needs, the people who you're working with, that are they receiving truth and growing, or is it, is it like it is here, difficult and hard? I haven't found an easy place yet. There, there are no easy places. Anytime that uh, the gospel is presented, then Satan is going to give uh, everything he can. Our people, the ones that we have ministered to over a period of time, their main want is to live out their life as Christians before their people. Jesse, Sue, it's been short. Uh, and you guys were afraid y'all wouldn't have enough to fill this time. And, and anyway, thank you. Nathan, it's awesome to meet people like this, isn't it? It is. It is. And, you know, God wants to use you wherever you are or maybe where he wants to take you. Even if you're in your 60s with a heart attack That's and a hysterectomy. Right. God can do it. He yes. can. Again, thank you guys for being with us. Our prayers go with you. And we uh, say thank you for following the Lord.